0: hey hi hello welcome back misfits and welcome back to a new episode today we are continuing the love actually series and we're still talking about love love sweet love you're welcome for that yeah is there we another love song a... that comes to mind right now do it oh you know
1: yeah maybe
0: Mm-hmm. maybe maybe, in a, maybe uh, next episode producers recorders
1: <laughs> <Yeah. no. laughs> maybe next episode american idol hello <laughs> <Just> hello <kidding. laughs> ryan secrets are you out there <laughs> Does he still do it? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Back when I used to watch it, he was the one. Okay. Although I don't think he was a judge, so anyway. yeah, he was just the host. But, you know, he's got connections. That's <laughs> true. That's true
0: um anyway yep yep so last episode we talked about soulmates and that they're not biblical or god's plan and we talked about how it's not about a specific someone that is quote unquote the one and with that we want to talk a little more about what the bible does say about marriage and choosing the right person right some of the bible verses we'll share we may have mentioned in the last episode but we're diving in more into biblical marriage We're going to start with the story of Adam and Eve in the Bible in Genesis and how they represent God's plan for marriage. So as I said, the story of Adam and Eve is found in Genesis 2, 18 through 24, and we're about to read the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So stand to read the word of God. Yes. Everyone rise. (laughs) Everyone rise. So um, (laughs) the Bible says, then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them, and the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals, but still there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. First couple of the Bible. Yes, yes. Um, Wait, of the world. Uh, (laughs) Well, the Bible and the world so we wanted to point out three specific things about these verses um number one the verse says that god brought her to the man Mm -hmm. he didn't make them join he didn't assign her to adam he brought her to him and the word brought makes us think that god quote unquote presented her to adam therefore giving him the choice to pardon the repetition of the word choose
1: yes it wasn't like she's your wife you have to be with her God made uh, the woman, but then gave Adam that choice. Um, number two, um, we wanted to point out
0: where Adam says, at last, this one. <laughs> <laughs> and with this, we can denote that Adam had been searching for someone like him mm-hmm. that he could connect with and that he had similarities with. With these words, we see him recognizing her as being similar to him
1: and choosing her when he says, this one. Right, Right. like like, like similar, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, Like we have commonality that yeah. i don't have with animals i, I don't have don't with look the, like the elephant or yeah. the orangutan you're like, not a bird wow. you know you can speak like i can speak right yeah. right you yeah. got head like me arms like me <laughs> yeah you know wow. like it's kind of dumb but no like that's he's never yeah, see, yeah he's never seen, he one before. seen another one and like there's himself. no mirrors yeah. in yeah
0: exactly. the garden i don't think so no, no. i guess yeah the Reflection so of the water but maybe that's, so yeah 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 is this, it's pretty cool. yeah <laughs> that got weird at the end but you know what you know, what <laughs> you, know mean. What I mean. you know yeah what you know mean. What I mean. so um having said that wait i thought you were gonna say three things that was two okay but what happened was i combined at last and this one in two oh so technically it was three things that i combined into two things
1: yeah, so the two is actually two and three yes gotcha yes okay Yes. We can move on now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Help everyone else are clear about that now. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up for the people.
0: So, um, after those two things that I mentioned, let's be honest for the people that are married, when you met your spouse after dating the wrong ones for a while, you saw them, got to know them, and you too like Adam said, this one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We just we just want to reiterate that Adam did choose her. Yes. And God gave him the choice. Yes. Yes. And he's always done that for us. So. Yes. So before we get into dating, we wanted to talk about the season of singleness. And this part is specifically for people who want to be married. If you don't have a desire in your heart to be married, then your season of singleness will be your entire life on earth. And that's okay if Mm -hmm. that's your choice. Um, That's a choice that you definitely have to make for yourself. But for everyone else, this is for you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Follow along. So seasons of singleness are critical for later stepping into a relationship as a better version of yourself, especially for people like us who dated the world's way and are now dating God's way or mm. learning to date God's way. Right. We right. don't got it all figured out. So here are some things that we think are important to do while in your single season. Number one, put God first. Always. Yeah. And
1: we've talked about that and like we talked about holy habits. uh, Just in your walk with God, like it's always God first. Right? Yes. Yes.
0: Involve him in everything. Yeah. Number two, build quality friendships. Definitely yes. important. Yeah. Yes. That community don't. Is very important. Yes. It's just important to get um connected to your local church to your local community and just meet Like-minded people people yeah, yeah like get out of the house i'm i'm, I'm preaching to myself because sometimes i don't yeah, get out of yeah. the house but like you know get out of the house meet people make friends and start a podcast there you go <laughs> <laughs> and then build that friendship there yeah
1: um number three develop the art of being alone yes yes that's good too mm-hmm. um you'll know yourself better know like how you function, understand yeah. like your your own quirks, right? right? Kind of your preferences, and then hopefully that'll help you communicate later on. Yes, and and that goes for friendships or, or relationships or anything, right. any type of relationship.
0: Yes, and then you won't be overly dependent on this person that God
1: does bring your way. You um, won't feel the lack of you know like feeling like you have to have someone. Right. You'll understand like it's a blessing to have someone. Right. And yeah just navigating it
0: yeah and going back to last episode like that person that he's gonna bring doesn't complete you like you are complete by yourself with God And so um, have your identity, you have Mm -hmm. your, this is what I do, this is my friends, these are my hobbies, Mm -hmm. and you won't just like cling to the other person where it becomes um, codependent relationships. And that goes for any type of relationship. Yes, Yes. absolutely. Um, Number four, work on yourself. Meaning, go to therapy, pay off debt, go to school, focus on your career, and any other thing that you can do in preparation before you meet your spouse.
1: Yeah, and basically don't stop doing stuff for yourself. Right. So if your goal is to pay off your debt, get a home, like anything like that, don't feel like you need to wait for that next season, you know, work on yourself, work on the things that you want to do as well, better, bettering yourself, whether that's financially, mentally, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 There's
0: a lot of things that you can handle that you don't have to have somebody else to be there for you to handle them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, like personal growth, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, and number five, uh, if you like to travel, travel, don't wait for someone mm-hmm. else to quote unquote complete you before you go places you want to go see.
1: Yeah. 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 Do travel Absolutely. groups, travel with your friends, travel by yourself. Yeah. Go to the movies by yourself. Yeah. And that goes for like hobbies or things like that. Like, Hey, I want to try this. i want to try painting. I want to yeah. try biking. I want to try whatever. Like go for it. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's a desire that you have. That's a, something that you want to uh, pursue. Uh, you don't need to wait for someone else. You know, you can yeah. find other friends, other people who like that stuff and, and you can go ahead and step into something like that.
0: Yeah, and God's always with you, so you're never alone. <laughs> so you're never alone. <laughs> You'll be fine. You and the Holy Spirit will be fine. <laughs> um, number six, actively prepare. So one season is always preparation for another. So build your yeah. relationship with God, decide what you will and will not accept in your next relationship. And for example, we the example that I wanted to use was just celibacy. Yes. So like having the conviction already hey, when I meet this person, I am mm-hmm. not gonna have a premarital relationships with them. I'm gonna yes. wait till we're married. And knowing that for yourself, believing that for yourself, and being mm-hmm. able to stand on that. So when that person does come, you can be strong in your conviction and it's not like you're wavering and all this other stuff yeah yeah yeah. number seven control what you can we can't control when the person is going to come but we can work to become the best version of ourselves we hear this all the time um become the person you want to date right Mm -hmm. with like we have we have this notion of uh creating lists for the person that we want and Mm -hmm. they have to have this and i want them to be this or this tall or this short or this type of hair or whatever Mm -hmm. and then what we always hear is like become that person so or become that type of person so when that person actually comes they can recognize you and and y'all will be basically the best versions of
1: yourself up until that time i can't grow anymore friend i can't get taller so if i want someone to talk be better like you yes you can <laughs> get til- get stilts or whatever
0: <laughs> wear taller shoes i don't know i don't like heels <laughs> i'm just kidding. yeah no we can't grow but y'all know what i mean Yay. yeah yeah just control what you can yeah definitely yeah I'm glad I started with that yeah control (laughs) what you can't not your height but you know
1: no but like if you want someone like hey I want them to be a good communicator don't close yourself off right like yeah don't not be a good communicator or don't like not work on it and then expect them to be like awesome at communicating like if I want them to be a good communicator that needs to start with me Mm -hmm. because when I meet them I want to be able to be that person yeah. so then I can have that same expectation from them and be able to share like hey how I share with you like you can share with me or we can talk about it yeah and it's not
0: about perfection it is about progression right like we've said many times before Mm -hmm. so it's not about arriving it is about just continuously improving yeah yeah Yeah, just building on on things that we want to improve on yes and we wanted to mention that we have a youtube playlist of a bunch of resources that we'll link below as well as we wanted to shout out our friend hasia's podcast yeah her podcast is called single and purposeful where she has conversations with men and women who are single and still living out their purpose for god um our very own yadi was on her pod already so we'll link her episode too (laughs) so go support the homie after you listen to this one though and then go listen listen to that one yeah go there yes
1: and hear my two cents. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, go listen to Yadi. Um, but yeah, we love hasia's podcast, and and she's doing great things over there. So yes, we just wanted to absolutely. shout her out for sure. And then um, as we continue, just because you're single doesn't mean your life is on pause. Get yeah. up, get going, because there's things for you to do here and now.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah,
0: definitely. You still have a pulse. You still have a purpose. Can I get a name in? Mm. Yeah, girl. (laughs) So now having said that, we established that we must choose that person every day. Now on to the new, which is biblical dating. Mm -hmm. Dating itself is very new. As many of you may know, Um, marriages were arranged in biblical times. In addition to arranged marriages, there was a concept known as quote unquote courtship and quote (laughs) calling on a lady, which seems very romantic and movie like.
1: Yeah. Um, Yadi, you're a gentleman caller. <laughs> calling on a lady. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one, but uh, just to give you a little more context on on that. In the 1600s, courtship was the thing, right? Everyone was doing it. It was always done with marriage being the end goal. Like, you didn't go out with someone just to hang. Right. Um, it was always for that purpose. Yeah, there was no you were gonna, If you were going to hang, it was with women with women and men yes, with men. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or because yeah. you were kids and you could or something. Right. So the process was very formal, had rules, Uh, both parties participated, were both in agreement with it. Particularly for the upper class, the goal of marriage was to forge an alliance, uh, beneficial to both families, whether that meant the acquisition of titles, fortunes, or the influential contacts of new in-laws. A match was often entirely negotiated by the couple's parents, and the courtship took place through chaperone visits, letters sent back and forth, um, and gifts. So at this time, marriage was the only way to have, like, legitimate quote unquote legitimate children. And so a couple had to be more married in order for children to inherit titles and wealth um, or anything like, you know, be passed down. Right, so it was all about legitimacy. And having legitimate heirs to the throne or whatever. So you had to like get married Mm -hmm. in order to kind of marry into the family. right? and therefore now you are like able to receive whatever that inheritance is or, mm-hmm. or you know the name even, all that, you know, talk about titles. Yes. Later in the 18th century, there was a shift and marriage began to be linked to affection rather than alliance. And this is where the new system of dating begins. One of the most obvious changes was it multiplied the number of partners an individual was likely to have before marriage. These partners went from serious contenders for marriage to casual encounters that weren't necessarily going anywhere. So a lot more like casual dating, mm-hmm. not necessarily- Dating for fun, kind yeah, of. Yeah, or like not necessarily because you were thinking about marriage yet. It was more like, let's see, yeah. right? Like, like it's good now mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. Um, at this time with all the sexual revolution, change in gender norms and invention of birth control, uh, marriage and sex were no longer tied together. Not necessarily because you were dating someone or having sex with someone meant that you were going to get married. That is to say people were more open and quote unquote, okay about having sex outside of marriage. And so that puts us at kind of the world we know today, right? Dating, the dating world we know. Yeah. Dating as we know it. Yeah. So this shift happens and marriage isn't kind of viewed the same way or like getting to know someone dating the end goal wasn't necessarily marriage anymore yeah right there's all these changes right. happening it gets a little
0: loose and it's yeah, like yeah.
1: oh um, I don't have to pretend that I want to marry you yeah. to have sex with you like oh, we can just and then have friendship with benefits and, and all of these things evolve. All evolves. these other things that right. happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. But having said that, we're going to focus on biblical dating, giving you three takeaways for dating in a way that honors the Lord. We all know how to date like the world and we no longer wish to do that, right? So we're going to look at Ephesians 5, 21 through 26 and then give you these three things to look at. Yes. And this time there will be three. <laughs> At least if I don't miss one. Right. (laughs) So Ephesians 5. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word yes and amen amen Some good stuff and yes I love hearing these both sides right like the comparison to Christ yes. and then both the wife's role and the, the husband's role so right yeah our We t- both submit both let's s- just, both let's are just submit let's, let's just put the gas on that we yeah. both submit us to them and him to Jesus. Okay, so our takeaways. One, it's based off of this verse, in order to date in a way that honors the Lord, we wanna be submitted to him. So what we just said, like it's not just you or the person that you're dating, both of y'all are submitted yeah. to christ right? right not just being like whatever yeah so submitting means dating in a way that honors the lord dating in community dating in purity dating for the purpose of marriage and dating with vision every marriage is supposed to be a representation of how christ loves the church right so jesus is the groom and we the church are his bride marriage is supposed to be a beautiful picture of that right
0: like that's the end yeah. goal right yeah. if we're dating biblically that's what we want to do that's what we yeah. want our marriages
1: to represent that's what it means right yeah. right and when you're submitted to that you're submitted to that vision to that vision yeah, yeah. With, with that goal in mind ecclesiastes four twelve says a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So two, there is strength in numbers, and a relationship of three cords, meaning you, your partner, and God, will be an unbeatable combo. Yes.
0: Yes. It'll make yep. everything easier. Yes. Because absolutely. I talk about this all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, if I was in this relationship just with just you and no Holy Spirit, this would be
1: terrible. Yeah. Like I need him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need absolutely. him to love you better. You
1: know? Yeah. To yeah. understand you better. Definitely. To love you better. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Uh, we also see in Mark 10, 9, let no one split apart what God has joined together. So this is our third takeaway. We date with the intention that no man can separate what God has joined. This doesn't mean that there's no hope for those who have been divorced. It's actually the opposite. You need to repent and confess of your mistakes of repenting, confessing, healing, and then being, being a, you know, the next step is now you're going to choose who God who God brings into your yeah, life. Yeah, and deciding it to the do the it his way this time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So making that shift in, in who how you're choosing and mm-hmm. who you're choosing and all yeah. that and do it God's way. Um, so include, include God in everything. And again, like he's going to lead, right? Putting God first. That's, yeah. that's the important part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just include
0: yeah. him in everything. And, and I had to do that. For those of you that don't know, because we have a lot of listeners, um, and maybe you haven't listened to my testimony, but I am divorced. And so in in my process in this, because I'm dating someone now and I'm doing it God's way and I didn't do it God's way before. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, in, in in learning, right, who God is, who I am and the mistakes that I made, I had to confess and repent that I was wrong for getting in a marriage that I God never told me to get into, Mm -hmm. right? It it wasn't something that God wanted for my life at that time. And then I also had to repent and confess for getting out of the marriage because I did that too. And that's not something that God wanted for me either. And so it was this whole hodgepodge of doing things um, out of my own strength without involving God. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I didn't really have a relationship with God, right? right? I would call myself a Christian, but I had no relationship. I had never read my Bible, all of these things. Mm -hmm. But now I know better. And because I know better, I do better. And so I'm in a relationship, We are pursuing the relationship in purity and walking towards marriage because that is what God is calling us to do. Now, everything that we've said, I don't want you to think that if you get in a relationship and you're pursuing purity and then the relationship doesn't end in marriage that you mm-hmm. did it wrong. Right. Oh well yeah. then it that just means that that wasn't the relationship, right? right? You yeah. went through it, you did it in an honorable way, you learned about yourself, Correct. you grew yeah. and now you just go into a different relationship once you're ready, yeah. right?
1: So ending a relationship doesn't mean exactly like you didn't it's not that you did it wrong, it's right. that you were still listening to God and yeah. knowing that hey this next step it's we're not supposed to do it together. Mm-hmm. So we need to Part ways you know? yeah
0: yeah and that's okay too yes, that doesn't yes. mean that because you're in a relationship and you want it to walk towards marriage that mm-hmm. it's going to end in marriage yeah but you get into dating relationships with that being the goal yeah and sometimes it might not but that is okay as well right yeah right. yeah that was that was important to say yes
1: <laughs> yes important so again with dates write down the vision make it plain not necessarily writing down the wish list right kind of like when we mentioned like if he's not like this or if he doesn't look this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about knowing yourself and what we want and kind of what our non-negotiables are, right? Yeah. Again, like I want him to have a relationship with God. Yes, that's mm-hmm. important. I want to be celibate. You know, you know, I don't want to have premarital sex. Mm-hmm. That's important. Right. If you don't know what you want, then you're gonna settle for less. Yes. So that's why it's important to work on yourself and understand what it is that you want and be in alignment with God. And then you can make those decisions and not look at a person based on again like outward Mm -hmm. or you know he has weird quirks or something right but you know are they aligned with those Mm non-negotiables
0: yeah and Keep in mind that God will sometimes, most of the time, almost lot 99% of, time. of the time, He will bring you what you need, not what you want. Yes. But sometimes what you need may have a little bit of what you want.
1: <laughs> yes. But and kind of like we mentioned last right. time too, like it's not going to be a person like you. Yeah. Like it's very rarely a person like you. So yeah, there's going to be some tension, challenges, challenges. Definitely. Things to work through, learning experiences, you know, hard yeah. conversations,
0: <laughs> therapy. Like it's gonna Fran, be great. it
1: sounds like you're talking from experience.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be great. No, it's it's gonna be beautiful. But yeah, but, but understanding
1: yeah. that you know, like it's not you're not shifting, your non negotiables. You're just understanding, like, hey, we're two different people. We're working towards this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and at that point, hopefully, you also understand what's more important than the other stuff, right? Yes, there's, yes. there's things that take precedence, like the um he has a relationship with god his 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 character character right right? like all of these things sometimes the submission relationship the things that you maybe wanted him to have or her to have where i want her to be i want him to be 6'4
1: or i want her to go to the gym and
0: it's just like
1: she has everything else but she don't go to the gym you know it's just like like, (sighs) yeah go for a walk i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so just want to add this remember that when you say i do you're saying it for the future right you're not saying I do for what you already know. You're saying I do to all the other things that you don't know about that person. Yeah. Uh, and that is good old Tim Ross who yes. said that. Yes. Hashtag we uh, live in the basement. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll, uh, sh- little shout out for, yeah. for that podcast. It's amazing. We did mention that so we do have a YouTube playlist with all sorts of dating relationship sermons. Yeah. <laughs> um, series, different you know, different uh, churches and stuff like that. We highly recommend. We've watched well combined yeah we've watched watched all of it yeah Yeah. um so they've blessed our lives so we want to share them with you if y'all are interested yeah um they'll be linked below yeah and then we've also mentioned our amazon list um you know we have books on there and some of them are on dating and all that so again stuff that we've read that have blessed our lives that are they're helping us still um so we'll link that
0: as well. Yeah, because we've read and watched a lot of stuff, but whatever's on the playlist and whatever's on the wish list yeah. is what we consider to be gold. Yes, yeah. yes. Those are the great, the great, the really good the, things. The everything good. that we've read and stuff like that. So everything will be linked in the show notes. Um, but yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We yeah. hope that you enjoyed going down, I don't know, memory, memory lane memory about lane. the courtship and the... <laughs> Calling the lady and all these yeah. things. We hope that you learned something today. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And as always, this is Fran. This is yelly We are the Metal Misfits and we will see you next week. Bye. Mm-hmm.